Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Three. Two. One. Zero. Hello. Welcome to... Episode 219. How your car relates to your finances. Hey Money Clan, a warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So Katie, fun episode today, short and sweet, all about a little car issue you had. Yeah, car issues are, I think, the worst. And on top of it, it made my like driving experience harder. And I don't like to drive to begin with. So it was been a day. <laughs> so before we dive into today's show, if you guys haven't already, don't forget to hit us up on Instagram. It's at Chain of Wealth on Instagram. We have a question for you. We'd like to know how you listen to Chain of Wealth. Do you listen at 1x speed, 1.5x speed or 2x speed? Let us know. It's at Chain of Wealth on Instagram. All right, Kate, you ready to dive it in? Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate. So all about your car and your finances, where's the connection? Okay, so we had an episode uh, quite a while ago that we paid off our car and yeah it was great and i'm going to i'm probably jinxing myself here our car that little golf vw it she's like a little dream i love her she is so low maintenance and so easy going and it just works she's great and so now daylight savings time just happened and now it gets dark here in virginia i swear till at like 4 30 like <laughs> i feel like everyone's going through that right now it's just like there's no sun <laughs> like you have to wake up super early to actually enjoy a bit of day so and it's terrible because i don't like driving in my regular life like i really as much as i love side hustling i know what an easy opportunity for me to uber would be and my financial part of me wants to do it but like my real side of me, like, I know it's just not a good idea for me because I hate driving. I am really directionally challenged. I get frustrated super fast when I am in traffic and I just ultimately don't like driving. That's why I like living here because we can go so many places, either walking, biking or metroing. Kate, well, just just on that note, I, I think that speaks to side hustling in general. You know, there are so many side hustles out there and you don't have to do them all. You just have to find ones that you like to do because side hustles that you actually enjoy doing, there's more chance that long term you're actually going to stick with them mm-hmm. and they're going to really move the needle because you stick with them. And over a longer period of time, you end up making a substantial amount of money. So just anyone listening out there, find side hustles that you're interested in. Yeah. 
or you will hate your life. Anyway, yeah. so I know I got off onto a tangent. So how it relates to money and your car. So I was, you know, all this time I have been driving in the day. I've been driving kind of in the evening. And it was like my car knew when daylight savings hit. And my one headlight decided to go out. But not only did it decide to go out, it didn't decide to go out like in the morning. Decided to go out in the evening when I'm driving home from work. But it gets better. It knew even more so that it decided to go out when I was driving home from my tutoring job. So it was my first time driving in this neighborhood, like at night, like it's seven o'clock. So it's like pitch black. Right. So you literally had no light. And I never noticed there are no streetlights in this neighborhood. So it was so dark and I don't see super great to begin with. So me and dark and driving, it was it was a terrifying experience, actually. Thankfully, nobody was walking their dog. And so then, as anybody knows, like if anything is wrong with your car on the outside, you're more likely to be pulled over, right? Well, I mean, it's blaringly obvious to to like the police. You know? <laughs> they right. can, they'll see quickly that your lights off or... And I like to think that the police are pulling you over to do more of a service to you. But ultimately, nobody likes being pulled over for anything. And I have been pulled over in the past for an out headlight that I didn't know was out. Yeah. And that is like super helpful. Yeah. They're looking out for you. And I didn't really realize that my headlight was out until the car told me. Like I said, like. Hey, Katie, your headlight is out. Yeah. Not in so many words, but that's what I like to think. <laughs> I was reflecting like, hey, Katie. <laughs> no, it's just like, your headlight is out. So it wasn't as friendly as you. No. Okay, no. well, at least to try to tell you something. Yeah, so now I am a little stressed out the entire 45-minute drive home after a long day that I am going to get pulled over. And that was yesterday, which was Tuesday. And then today after work, I had to drive to go get a new headlight, right? And of course, this is all in the dark because I don't get out of work until it starts. So again, I am like fighting the traffic, not really being able to see and stressed out about getting pulled over. So anyway, we go down and I'm super proud of us. I feel like nothing makes you feel more like you have your stuff together than being able to do a simple car repair. Like I changed that headlight because your hand wouldn't fit. And I'm not going to lie. I felt like. Top of the world. Yeah. So because we were down there and we're not often down at the car doing maintenance type things often together. I also in my mind have been a little bit nervous, but obviously not nervous enough to mention it to you that I'm not super sure if I am prepared, if I were to get pulled over. And I guess now that I'm thinking about, I really am like dreading the idea of having to get pulled over because I get really nervous and I get like shaky and like I get really thirsty. And yeah. And like Kate, understandably so. I don't think anyone enjoys getting pulled over. Right. So when I lived in Florida, I knew all of my stuff that I had to have if I got pulled over because for a while I was 
unlike this real streak, I was pulled over all the time. And to be organized, because I will admit, I am pretty type A. Like, I like my stuff organized, and then I know where it is, and, you know, this is it. So I used to keep my license, well, not my license, but my registration and my insurance and any kind of important paperwork in my glove compartment in a Ziploc bag so that if I got pulled over, all I would have to do is pull out my Ziploc bag. I don't have to, like, rifle through my glove compartment when I'm all flustered and nervous and the cop is standing there, and that's awful. So... A few weeks ago, I actually was thinking about this on my long 45-minute ride home, and I started putting all of my stuff together, of course, while I'm like at a stoplight, and I realized like if I were to get pulled over now, I don't actually know what you what I'm supposed to have, yeah, because I'm in a new state, and new states are basically like new countries, and well, and also, like, we just add stuff into the car the moment we get it. Like, oh, our insurance, we have a new insurance card. Let's just throw it down there with all the other insurance cards. That's a good point, because when I looked through, we had, like, 15 insurance cards, and we've only had the car for a year. So what is going on with all this? And I couldn't find the registration and, you know, like, all this stuff. So now we are all settled. We have all of our stuff together in one place. I have to print off my registration card and then I will put it all in a Ziploc bag and I will be happy tomorrow. But I wanted to bring this up because first of all, I think it's one thing that, you know, it's always on your to-do list, but it always seems to manage to work its way down on the priority list. Well, especially after a long day. Yeah. But it can be really expensive if you don't have your... If you're not prepared. Yeah, if you don't have your stuff together because, right. you know, even if you do have your car registration or your insurance or something, but you just so happen to accidentally leave it at home for whatever it's reason... It's going to cost you, yeah. You're going to get a ticket. You're going to get a ticket and it's going to not be cheap and you're going to be in bad mood. It's going to ruin your whole day. Yeah, and it, you know, it's just... I guess what I'm really trying to just get to is being proactive instead of reactive. And we just talked about this in the kitchen before we started recording is it makes your life so much easier. Yeah, Kate. And I'd love to dive into the finance aspect of how this can relate to your money. Right after we just take a very small break and say a very big thanks to our sponsor. Kate, our sponsor today is Masterworks, which allows ordinary people to invest in blue chip art investments. You know, Dan, I think this is such a cool idea because typically whenever you think of investing in art, you think of the people who are like super duper wealthy, like multimillionaires. And now regular old Joes like me and you can invest in, you know, a Pablo Picasso or a Monet or, you know, other huge art name. Yeah, Kate, it really is a great opportunity. And at Chain of Wealth, we talk about the importance of diversifying all the time. So if you want to have a look at art, it is definitely a great investment to make. And in fact, it's outperformed the S&P 500 by over 250% since 2000. Yeah, I was going to mention that, that it's not just a recent thing. Since 2000, it has outperformed the S&P year after year after year, and it's a significant difference. 
Yeah, it's really cool. The minimum investment is $1,000. If you do have cash laying around that you're looking to put to use, definitely consider investing. You can head on over to chainofwealth.com forward slash art. That's chainofwealth.com forward slash art. If you use that link, you will skip the wait list of over 17,000 people. So definitely check it out. And if you want to invest in art, this is definitely where you want to go. So then how about you explain a little bit how being prepared can relate to your finances. Sure. Kate, you know, I'm so glad you brought this up because it really has a massive impact. And, you know, like just the same way that you were being prepared and you were thinking, oh, what happens if I get pulled over? What are the consequences going to be? If you sort of take this approach in your money, it gets you on the right side of things. Like, as an example, starting to plan for retirement at a young age, you know, by making that small change that it's so easy to overlook and it's at the end of a long day and it's the last thing you want to be doing. If you're a little bit proactive instead of reactive, being like, oh, damn, I have to retire in five years time. I don't have any money saved up. If you're proactive and you start planning ahead, you're able to get behind the effects of compounding and your money starts working for you. And over a long period of time, it can have a massive, massive, massive difference. And in doing so, you're able to make your money work for you. And also when it comes to stuff like planning for stuff, like a purchase of a house, a purchase of a car, whatever it is, you're able to actually save up a lot of money for a down payment. And you save on things like such as PMI. And you know what they say, okay, cash is king. And at the end of the day, if you are able to pay for something in cash, you're in a much stronger bargaining position. Yeah, for sure. I remember when I was trying to buy my first house, my mom always said that to me. And I don't know, for it was, I was like 28 years old and it was the first time I had ever heard that phrase, cash is king. And it's true when you are trying to put a down payment on something like a house, like you said, yeah, putting down 4% or 5% is they'll take it. It's acceptable, Rots, yeah. but it is significantly better to put down 20% because then you don't have to pay the mortgage insurance. Yeah, 100%. And you know, the thing is like at the end of the day, if you're not in such a you know, just sort of let the car go until it breaks down. If you're actually in a bit of more of a maintenance mood with something like that, your car will probably last a lot longer. And same with your money. If you're actually a bit active about looking at stuff, it can really start working for you. For sure. So Kate, just before we close out today's episode, I think now would be a great time to chat to all the listeners and let them know about some changes that are coming to the podcast. Yes. Yes. So from next week, we are moving to one episode a week. So it's still going to be the same sort of format that we follow on a weekly basis, except this time it's on a monthly basis. So you can still expect interviews with other people. And Kate and I are also going to be doing solo shows as well. And the reason we're cutting back to less episodes is quite honestly, we are quite flushed on time and we have a lot of great episodes out there and we figured, you know, it'll give you guys a good opportunity to sort of catch up because we've had a lot of people say to us, you know, they really appreciate the content that we put out, but it's just too much. And, you know, I hear that argument and, you know, while we enjoy everyone listening to the show, we realize that we are not the only show out there and there are a lot of other shows competing for your guys' attention. So thank you very much to all of our loyal listeners. We do very much appreciate you, but hopefully it'll give you a bit of time to go back and listen to some of the older episodes because there really are some gems out there. Yeah, definitely. And 
bouncing back to talking about time, we wanted to be able to stay in a consistent pattern. And our lives personally are about to get a little bit trickier because we are going to be moving out of our apartment soon, but still living in Virginia, but not having a permanent place to live for a little while. So we're going to be bouncing around a little bit, checking out some different things. So we want to make sure that our podcast sound quality is the same. And when you're a little bit more transient, (laughs) (laughs) uh, it can be a little bit harder because the podcast as it's a as, lot of equipment. As yeah. much as we love it, it is not small in the room. So yeah, definitely not. But yeah, we've absolutely um, loved enjoying producing so many content, so much content for you guys, and we're looking forward to much more content and having more awesome guests on the show and really diving into a lot of more money topics that you guys find interesting. And once again, if you guys do have stuff that is on your mind or is bothering you from a money perspective, hit us up and send us a DM on Instagram. It's at Chain of Wealth on Instagram. And we definitely read everything. We interact with everyone. I like to think that we're really good with interacting. Yeah. And we've had actually a lot of people reach out lately with some really great questions that we've tried to address on the show. Right. So very big thanks to everyone. And I think unless you have anything else to add, that's it for this week. Nope. That's it for me. All right. We'll catch you guys next week on another episode of Chain of Wealth.